This is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Ness, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey, well, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute, that's me. Uh, hey, Michael. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. What's going on with you? I'm sorry. What's up, dude? I'm sorry. I was supposed to say what's up, dude. Yeah, you're supposed I'm to so say confused. What's up, man? What's up, what's man? Up, man? Right. Right? What's up, man? Isn't that what we always do? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I no. forgot the Tom Arnold intro. Oh, I didn't post. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, you, you forgot what? I forgot Tom Arnold. You know, Tom at the beginning, you know. Yeah. We have Tom Arnold now. He introduces the show. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, anyways. Uh, better than Tom Arnold, though, we've got Brother Tyler on the show with us. That's and a tall order to match up to. What's up, dudes? Yeah. How you guys doing? Good. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, Adventure Island tonight, I think. Yeah? Yeah. That's yeah. the plan, yeah. man. That's the plan. That's the plan. All right. Um, real quick, we had a mixed-up intro. Uh, brother Goose Poop, that's your fault. We're still working our issues out. So, just so you know, if you're listening, Brother Goose Poop, still got a bone to pick with you, sir. Speaking of bones, Adventure Island. Well, you know, here, before we get into Adventure Island, we got to air, clear the air here. Because today, Tennessee lost another coach. <laughs> uh, like four and what, I don't know, 15 years or something? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh i mean are we counting interim coaches because that adds a couple more i think yeah yeah well so. uh so you know just back down to the pit of despair i'm sure we'll have an easy time finding a coach that wants to come to uh come to us now that we're gonna have all these violations and suspensions i'm sure Oh yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be knocking at the door. They want they want to come to a university that's had four coaches in the last what six years or whatever. I did and, see some some article that said that Jeff Fisher may be interested in the job. Is that anything or is that nothing? I, I he was Titans coach, right? Uh huh. Yeah. But I is that anything? Yeah, no, it's not. Anything. Or is he just being he's, nice? Is he's probably like, the, he's probably doing the. It was on uh, a radio show. John Green. He's on a radio effect. show, and somebody somebody said, you know, would you be interested in the Tennessee job? And he said something about, like, to the effect of, well, if Brute wasn't there, yeah, I would be interested. But, I mean, that's kind of like, I mean, what are you going to say on, on, on air? Are you just going to be like, no, hell no, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole? <laughs> I mean, I suppose they're going to come and let you do whatever you want to do when you walk in the door, right? They're like, yes, whatever you need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd think. Either way. Well, not to I, get I know, I know. Well, I, you know, that's what the listeners are here for. They love to hear us talk about the Tennessee Vols, all, you know, <laughs> three of them that maybe actually be Vol, or Vol fans out there. I know that's why Tyler a team, listens to the show. A team that's not been relevant in 15 years as well. So. Yeah, nothing no, like talking about the, the irrelevant team. <laughs> it's exciting to hear about the rest of the world when you stay cooped up inside all the time, so. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll hang our hat on that. All right. <laughs> okay. So, um, I got other tangents, actually. 
you know, now that you mentioned it, Justin, if, if you just want to go on a tangent train, or do you want to go ahead and get into some uh, history, I'm, what do you want to do? I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm for you, whatever. Okay. Well, let's go on a tangent train, because I got a little segment that we've done a couple times, uh, and I think, you know, Tyler may be able to help us out with this. It's uh, Ask Dr. Justin. <laughs> I Damn. mean, we are, uh, we are in COVID times, so no better we time to ask, ask a question. We need a two dudes house band, like to just play us <laughs> in. Like I know we've got great segments, you know, uh, especially. Uh, but I think the a, no swear a good gamer house band. Does some good stuff. Yeah, I think a good maybe the no swear gamer could like start a house band. Yeah, he, he could be like the, the what's the what was the guy the ball guy with the glasses? Yeah, Paul Schaefer. All right, all right, no swear gamer. Can you be our Paul Schaefer? <laughs> anyway all right i got i only got i'm only gonna go with four questions tonight um okay so don't worry the first one comes from joseph biding not to be confused with <laughs> joseph biden this is biding don't worry uh he mm-hmm. asks pool or shower farts pool pool okay Tyler, care to chime <laughs> I don't in? Know if, I don't know. If the, I don't know if the questions of go for a like go for a pool, play pool, or fart in a shower. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't. I don't know either. I just read them as they come. You know, it just says pool or I, shower fart. Actually, I don't like shower farts at all because it just gets trapped in there. Yeah, it's with the hot water. Right. <laughs> it's too stinky. It's too stinky. A swimming pool. It's like, hey, look what I just did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Unless, it's funny. unless a little something comes out, and then you're like, then you can really say, "Look what I just did." <laughs> <laughs> now we got to close the pool for a day. <laughs> it's always funny when pool. you're at a public. I've not been to a public pool in a while, but it's always funny when they have to, you know, close the pool suddenly <laughs> <Yeah>. one afternoon. <laughs> it's like we all know what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hershey bar got in the pool. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's go with another one. This one is from a Donald J. Hosefitz. Yeah, I bet you okay. thought I was gonna. I bet you thought it was maybe coming from somebody else. All but done. It's not. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, how many chickens would it take to kill a lion? <laughs> I mean, it's got to really overwhelming, right? It can't just be like thirty, because like yeah. thirty, I think a lion would just kill. Yeah. Pretty easily. Yeah. Well, so you can take two approaches. You can take, is he going to just kill them? And it, how many will it take to overwhelm him? Or how many is it going to take for him to get full and fat and tired and just want to give up? <laughs> Maybe like 200. <laughs> okay. We're going to go, with, we'll go with 200 then. Angry Unless, chickens. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Tyler, how angry are these chickens? I, yeah, that's true. Or are they trained? Chickens are, are pretty chickens? vicious. Chickens are pretty vicious. I, if I've, have you ever watched like videos of chickens like killing mice and stuff? They're pretty ferocious. No. I've been around to. a few chickens that I didn't want to be around anymore. <laughs> this is awkward. Was just, they, they just they just were bringing up awkward conversation. Or... <laughs> yeah, they kept asking me about shower farts. I was like, "Geez, chickens, relax." <laughs> oh man, I gotta get away from this chicken. It's making racist jokes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I got another. Yeah, I got another one here. Don't worry. This one is from Mike Fence. 
Mike Fence asks, <laughs> brushing your teeth or wiping your butt, which one would you get rid of if you couldn't do one? Which one would you get rid uh, well, of? Well, this is easy. Wiping the butt because I could just get a bidet. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to throw yeah. a wrench in there. Uh, what if you if you had to brush your teeth with toilet paper versus wipe your butt with a toothbrush? <laughs> a toothbrush. Oh man, I think the I think I'd rather wipe my butt with a toothbrush because I mean brushing your teeth oh. with toilet paper is just gonna get it's just gonna get all stuck in your teeth. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Tyler, care to chime in? I think you hit it the nail right on the head. Because I guess okay. the toothbrush could get stuck places. I don't know. <laughs> that was my thought, you know. <laughs> could get caught in the forest. You never know. <laughs> all right, all right. One hey, more, honey, one hey, more. honey, come help me with something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one more. This one's sent in by Anonymous. Um, which body part should be detachable? <laughs> Ears. So you can just stop listening to something. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <one. don't> it's good. <laughs> Everybody that ha- downloaded this podcast is wishing for that exact thing. Right. Okay. Sorry, I did. I just had to. You know, I just—it's been a while since we've done that segment. I just felt like it—it it was needed. In my line of work, where hearing aids are commonplace in multi- in people that I see all the time. And I, I've, I've run into the scenario where, you know, the person with the hearing aid, it's like the battery's dead or it's, they, you know, it's over across the room or something. And they, just, they, they, just, they don't even have to act like they, you know, agree with what you said. They just say, I don't I can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, kind of a, yeah. it's kind of a nice little cop out. My mom has I hearing kinda... aids and I, I slowly believe that she per, like purposely turns them off. Like, <laughs> oh, so I, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, battery's dying. Yeah, Can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, Amber's grandfather used to do that. He would, he would, he would literally just—he would not even pretend to fake it. He would just reach up. You'd see him reach up. He'd just turn it off, and he'd take a nap. <laughs> Genius. Oh, yeah. hey, you know right. that—it's the perk of being older—is you can just not care anymore about people's opinions. <laughs> yeah, you just don't care about anybody. Yeah. Okay. Let's get in. Let's get into some uh, some history. You want to? All right. Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. If you're wondering why I keep turning around, I keep waiting for my dog to come back. It's just not come. She's been gone for a while. <laughs> she may have escaped. Uh-oh. Hey. It's, yeah. It's, Tangent. Hold on. Tangent. Uh, have you seen the Mike Tyson's mysteries where they're talking? Where the, the one of the mysteries <laughs> is the dog. The dog goes missing. Uh, no. Well, I've well, I've seen the one where they're like trying to pick which one. And the yeah, dog, that's what like, I'm goes That's what I'm gets run over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he and the pigeon's like, uh, let's not do that one. Let's go back to the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That show is so good. One of my favorite. One of my favorite scenes. I was just. From just an episode I was watching a couple of days. Tangent ago. alert! Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> the pigeon. Uh, Marcus was trying to fly up to the ceiling to get a bug. Have you 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 seen that one? I don't right? think I've made it that to that one. Oh, okay. Well, he's trying to like fly up to the ceiling to get a bug, and he keeps going, <laughs> and he keeps doing that like 
like you know four or five times and then finally the pigeon comes walking around and these guys is one of you crapping in the kitchen again (laughs) (laughs) oh man i love that for your recommendations i've just begun my deep dive into that show and it's such a it's so funny. I I just think it's funny that Mike Tyson agreed to go on it because in right. the show he's like a he's an aloof like just mm-hmm. you know dumb guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. How much he paying me? Okay. Yeah, that's, I guess so. Yeah. But it's it's so good. I yeah. mean. But anyway, Norm that's McDonald's what I was I was dumbstruck it. when I first started watching. I'm like, man, he sounds like such a moron. But yeah, yeah. he just must not care. Yeah. He I don't think he so. cares. I mean, he yeah. could kill somebody with one swing of his arm so i'm pretty sure he didn't really care about much else that's true all right so back to history so yeah as we become accustomed to and, and shows with guests we have a quiz game oh boy i got my butt whooped last time so i'm I don't a little nervous see if i'm prepared or not okay. yeah yeah okay all right so we got five questions each question is multiple choice when you think you know the answer, you can buzz in. You don't have to wait for the answers to be read. Um, but if the person gets it wrong, then the next person can hear the answer choice for the answer. And you buzz in by saying your name. All right, here we go. Question number one. There were two sequels made for this game on the NES. How many were made for the Famicom? Is it A, 1... B two, C three, or D four. Mike. Mike. I'm gonna say four. That is incorrect. Shoot. Tyler. Tyler. I'm gonna say two. All right, we gotta open it back up again. Mike, Mike you wanna go one or yeah. three? I'm gonna go three. It is three. So there were two I'm... sequels made for Adventure Island for the NES in the series. But they actually made a, a, a fourth one, uh, a fourth game, in the Famicom, and never made one for the yeah. Um, NES. Yeah, almost always has to be more in Japan than here. That's yeah. why I went. With, right. That's why I went high to begin with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's All number right. one. The game. This game was a partial port of the game Wonder Boy, but Hudson Soft did not get the full rights. Only had partial rights. So they had to change the names of some of the characters as well as the game name. What game company released Wonder Boy? Is it A, Acclaim, B, LJN, C, Konami, or D, Sega? Mike. Tyler. Mike. I'm pretty sure it was Sega. It's Sega. Uh, I was afraid to say it. But I figured I'd get <laughs> struck by lightning or something. But <laughs> all right, so Mike's got a two to two up lead here. All right, so as we were saying, the the uh, this game was a partial part of the game Wonder Boy because of the of the uh, rights, um, and the new character in the Famicom version was Takashi Mijin, the name of the main character in the Famicom version. That was the same name of a guy that had what role with Hudson Soft? Is it A, CEO, B, chief developer, C, spokesman, or D, chief composer? Tyler. Tyler? Wasn't it the spokesman? 
It was the spokesman for Hudson hmm. Soft. On the board. That's two to one. All right. Pressure's on now. As um, Mike with two and um, Tyler with one. So question four. While it was released by S- that S word, mm, the Wonder you. Boy game rights were uh, actually partially purchased from the developer that went by what name? Is it A, Escape? Tyler. Tyler? It's Escape. It is Escape. Look at Tyler with the comeback. Hey, two to two. Getting nervous. So that means. I forgot my water. That's why, that's why I'm having problems here. I forgot my water. Um, is there one question left? Can I go get my water? Uh, one question. <laughs> okay. Oh, well. Down I'm, to the final question. I'm so parched. Yeah. <laughs> Who currently owns the rights to this game? Is it A, Nintendo, B, Hudson Soft, C, Sega, or D, Konami? Mike. Mike? Gonna go with Konami. It is Konami! Mike with the win. I had no idea. I just assumed since we've not seen it since that it had to be held by somebody who is not releasing games right now. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, Konami currently owns the rights to the the Adventure Island. Is Hudson Soft still around? I think... I think that's why Konami owns. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this. I'm going to look it up real quick. But I'm pretty sure Konami bought Hudson Soft. Maybe. Okay. Let me look. All right. You look it up. I've been, I waiting, am... I've been waiting for this game to get some sort of remaster or at least get put back on like the Switch because I feel like this is a good game for the Switch. Yes. Uh, Konami owns the assets to, uh, well, there you go. to Hudson Soft. But anyway. That's, prob- that's probably why uh, we haven't seen it. Because Konami just likes to sit on things, it seems like. Yep. They're just going to release them all one day, just like... Uh, so, Mike, did you own this game as a kid, or did you go on a giant quest to find Now it's game? time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. Well, um, I, didn't, I, don't, I did not own it as a kid, uh, so I did have to go on a little bit of a quest, just a little one. Uh, I just vacationing, you know, on the, on an island of adventure known as, um, I can't think of the name of an island right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Bahamas. Uh, <laughs> Bermuda? Star Tropics. Yeah, Star okay. Tropics. Yeah, there you go. The Bermuda Triangle Island. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, I was on, I was on vacation. Played, I, it was on, in the sand. I don't know. This is stupid. Why do I continue to do this to us? This is, this is so dumb. I did not have it as a kid. Um, but I, uh, I rented it a ton from pick a flick, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, so I did get, I do have a lot of experience with it, but, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't have it as a kid, but because of my frequent rentals, as I grew up and got a little older, I decided, uh, to pick it up. So I picked it up later in life. Uh, I don't remember exactly when I'm pretty sure I probably got it seeing as how I wanted it pretty quick. I probably got this one at the Sweetwater Fleet Market back in the day. That'd be that'd be my guess for it. Think you got a big uh, cheap price on it? Probably not. I don't know. We'll talk about the price later in the show, but um, I think I'm sure I probably paid about ten bucks for it. That seemed like the going rate for the Sweetwater Flea Market. They they always had these bins. You know, this is I don't know. This was like when we were in high school, probably. So this was 
two maybe. Mm-hmm. But they would back then the, the the prices weren't all over the place and people weren't trying to, you know, trying to get all these outrageous prices for NES games. So usually they would just have like this big bin. And it was just all the mm. NES games, and they would just say NES games five dollars or four for fifteen or something like that, and you'd be like, okay, right. I just so that's kind of the pricing, and I'm sure I would have picked this was, game up in one of those things. It, yeah, it, you know, you see that with like Disney movies back in the day. It's like they were just more or less just trying to get rid of them that they had sitting around the house, not yeah. uh, trying to sell to collectors or or whatever so stupid of me not to have bought as many as possible back then, right? But, I mean, who would have knew? Yeah. Well, you know, but... I don't know. Do you think this is going to last forever? This, this, no, I don't... This bubble. It can't last forever, right? I just... Oh, well, you know, I just think of, like, baseball cards, right? You remember baseball cards in the 90s? Like, they were just worth so much. And now they're, like... I think they're pretty much worthless now. Yeah. Still have an Sans entire... A few. Um, couple three ring binders of them. That yeah, I'm my attic somewhere. Yeah, I've got tons, <laughs> and I, I mean, they're not worth anything. I guess I, I don't know. Maybe there's a second comeback that I don't know about. But from what I understand, there's. I guess nothing. the difference. I I think it's going to fade with as the as people our age get older because mm-hmm. eventually you know we're going to stop want, wanting them, and the people younger than us are not going to want them. They're going to have their own version of baseball cards or NES games or whatever. That they're going to be tracking down. I don't know what the kids do these days. I don't know. You tell me. Well, that's interesting because, you know, I don't think that... I think our generation is like the first generation to really do this, right? It's like go back to those retro toys. I don't think our parents, like, looked back at, like, their retro toys and wanted to collect them for the most part. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my dad didn't really have any toys when he was growing up, so... And all he had shovels, was a... you know. <laughs> Maybe that's why I did so much work as a kid. Pole-style diggers. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I dug so many. <clears throat> I built so many fences and tilled, tilled the garden so many times. He wanted to relive his heyday. I although I don't know. Yeah. Like my dad, he bought a bunch of tractors and stuff as he got older. Like he was always trying to buy buy and sell tractors and things. Because so that's kind of like a kind of like a throwback to his upbringing. I yeah. guess I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe we're the only generation ever to do this, and we're we're the, we're the only I, idiots I, I, on I don't this know. planet. I mean, I guess there's maybe only. This is probably not the word that I would use, but should have used. But I, I guess that that it's on such a grand scale, you know. Yeah. I think that it's just so much more common for people our age to collect old toys, where people that were our parents' age collecting old toys was kind of something that only a few people did. Yeah, that's a good point. I think we have also hit like Maybe a perfect it'll... storm of of uh, internet and people with money and the age and all that stuff. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be kind of like decor. Like people have like a lot of like old fashioned things that they hang on walls and they you know, make centerpieces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing with like fashion now too. Like apparently champion clothing is really popular again. That used to be like heck yeah, you got that stuff at Dollar General or something. At least that's the brand of yeah. stores I have out here. But hey, I saw like Reebok. Completely. Reebok's at Walmart now. Speaking of, that was a bit of a oh. shocker to me the other day i was at, i was getting groceries and i was like reebok at walmart right and so you immediately bought a bunch of stuff uh the whole house is full of reeboks now <laughs> we all have a pair <laughs> <laughs> got hoodies and all kinds of stuff <laughs> now i've never been a big reebok <clears throat> guy I don't know. although i did uh, I, I, this is enough tangent but i got to go i gotta go at least one more for me 
I did have a pair, one pair of Reeboks. You probably remember them, Justin, because I had them for about 15 years, and I just wore, I wore them out. Like there was holes in them, and they were my favorite shoes. And uh, I think I just threw them away maybe five or six years ago. But I had them back in you know 2004 until 2019. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a sign to go back to them. I think it might be, especially now. I I just I got the Walmart on my. Reebok on the brain. I think it's, I think maybe time. Yeah. But speaking of going back to, let's go back to the conversation about getting the game. Do you guys, did you guys have this game? Did you get it? Do you have a cool story about how you got it? I don't, but I'm interested in what Tyler has to say since he requested this game. Well, I'm, I was racking my brain over this. So when we got our Nintendo, my brother is a few years older than I. So my recollection most of the games that we owned and bought were kind of purchased with him in mind. So it was like a trickle-down effect. And as we're going to get into, this is one of those games that you have to kind of have some skill to play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the time that I can remember, you know, talking about our uh, video rental stores and stuff like that, I can remember going to uh, play people on this side of the country. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of it as a Funko Land. No, never heard like that. that. People on our side of the country will know what it is, but it's essentially, you know, it's like the GameStop that it is now. So oh, you, okay. you create yeah. new stuff. And I, I have a distinct memory of going in there and, you know, selling old stuff to get new stuff and things like that. And I remember um, we used to take our our controllers and take the covers off and take like rubbing alcohol and clean like all of like the the receptors off so it'd be a little Mm -hmm. bit more responsive and i can remember bringing in a controller and some stuff to sell it and trying to get this game and my sister telling the person at the counter that we took the controller apart (laughs) and the moment he heard that he's like well i don't want this anymore you know and just giving her like the death stare dang you (laughs) um but i i can definitely say that this is probably one of the first 10 games that we owned when we had a Nintendo. And there's a lot of nostalgia for me. Definitely not a game that uh, I could get too deeply into. But, you know, as we, we talk more about it, like, I think as I get older and playing this, I could appreciate it a lot more. That seems yeah. like a great transition to a commercial. I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed that you're listening to Two Dudes at an S. Time to dig in to some good old-fashioned game discussion. All right. All right. I've got one more tangent, and then I'm cut off, all right? Here, but i got to tell the <laughs> no. story, because Tyler's no. story about his sister. His, his sister's selling him out at the games, and now he's probably like seven or eight. I remember this pretty vividly, that my dad was selling a motorcycle, and it had a propensity to flood when he was trying to get it started right and this guy was coming over to uh to try to you know to look at buying it and my dad was trying to crank the motorcycle and it and uh i think my dad even said oh i don't know i think it's flooding for some reason and i was standing there and i was like oh yeah it floods all the time (laughs) 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 justin got the belt that night <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Justin's dad did not beat yeah, him, yeah. at least to my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, no, but anyway, like I was saying, good transition. You were talking about, um, 
you know, having it as a kid, let's talk about our experience with it as a kid. Because I know I played it as a kid. Sounds like you definitely did. I don't know about you, Justin, but it was at Pick a Flick. So, Tyler, let's start with you. You probably got the most juicy content from from childhood memories. I mean, game can be brutal, man. It's it's one of those things where it's classic situation. They don't give you enough lives to get deeply into it, and it's uh, it creates its replay value. Um, it's it's one of those things too, where like it's kind of like a like a you have to get into like the the flow with it because as we'll touch on more and more, like there's a lot of speed aspects to it. You have to really kind of, uh, when you're moving, you kind of have to like re- react really quickly. Like I was, I was doing like a timeline thinking about like Mario two, where when you jump in the air, you can almost like change direction midair a little bit. with your little like feet fluttering. And you do that a lot in this queue where you're just like flying across the screen and then you have to jump and you have to like, get in between two things or you run into somebody you land on a fire and get cooked and you're so and because of like the way that the timer works and that sort of stuff you have to move really fast but then you have to be careful and that leads to lots of mistakes and i feel like when i was younger i just didn't have the patience for this 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 game like to the extent you need to i mean there's this game is a long game for what it is i i I've been playing it a lot more recently just to get ready for this. And I, I can't believe how long this game is and how deep it is for the lives and the, the no continues you get. Um, but yeah. the aspects of it with how old the game is, is, it's really advanced too, I feel like. Yeah, so yeah, I, I would I was say... kind of in the same boat. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I was in the same boat as a kid. I rented it from Pick a Flick um, frequently-ish, you know, I, but I don't think I ever made it past the second level with the water and the clouds as a kid just cuz it was so brutal and then, and there was no continue system that I knew of as a kid. I'll mention something here in a minute about the continue system, but uh yeah, so I, it was just like I would play it and I'd die on the second level. Then I get frustrated and I take it back and I'm like I'm never renting this again. I hate this game. It's so stupid. And then I'd be like, "Wait a minute. You could ride a skateboard in that game." So I'm totally renting it again, you know. <laughs> That's or at least that was yeah. like seven-year-old Michael's mindset. It was the concept game for Tony Hawk, but um, no. What I thought was, uh, and I didn't have any experience playing this as a kid, at least that I could remember. I don't ever really remember playing this. So it must have flown under the radar for me. I, not one that I uh, that caught my eye at Pick a Flick, Mike. But um, you know. Is it plays a lot like a, it's like an arcade game in my opinion, but a long arcade game, just like you were saying, Tyler. You know, it's this this game is really long for a game that plays the way it does, in in such a really arcade style. I don't know anything about the game Wonder Boy and how it plays, but I, from my understanding, is Wonder Boy was an arcade game. So I think that, um, you know, they really kind of kept that arcade style uh, element of trying to get a lot of points it's kind of fast fast pace and not necessarily a whole lot of lives um but they kind of made it into this kind of extended extended game that you so um that was you know that was kind of my feeling playing it am i the only one that can't hear wonder boy without thinking of the tenacious d song awesome (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, every t- there's been a lot of Wonder Boy talk on this podcast and surrounding this this uh, game and this episode, and uh, I feel like I've listened to that song. I've not actually listened to the song, but I feel like I've heard it in my head about fifty times in the last two weeks. So, not that I'm complaining about bread. <laughs> That's Wonder Bread. I know. That's what I'm saying. Hey, you know what? I can hear the listeners screaming right now, even though they've not listened to the episode yet because this is pre-recorded. I can hear them screaming now. We forgot. Or I forgot. I know. I forgot the manual. I'm so sorry. But I got it. Don't worry. You guys want to take a, a steer steer course towards the manual real quick? Absolutely. Okay. I've done. All right. Uh, well, I guess I'll ask you, Tyler, do you have the manual? I don't have a physical copy. I do not. I do not have a... Okay. Uh, I have the physical copy of the game, but I do not have the book. Okay, well then I will read from the PDF. The story of Hudson's Adventure Island. By the way, it's not just Adventure Island. It's actually Hudson's Adventure Island. And uh, I don't know about you, but you put your games in alphabetical order on the shelf. Do you put Adventure Island in the A's or do you put it in the H's? Play one in the A's. Okay, all right. I'm thinking about moving mine to the H's because it is technically Hudson's Adventure Island. Uh, Anyways, so the game's story. The evil witch doctor has kidnapped... Princess Leilani, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, Princess, uh, from Master Higgins and taken her to Adventure Island in the South Pacific. It is your mission to help Master Higgins to save Princess Leilani, but it's not going to be easy. On the island, there are forests, mountains, caves, many enemy characters, and traps waiting for you. Can Master Higgins save Princess Leilani from the evil witch doctor? I don't know. I don't know. My master can I just say cannot. <laughs> can I just say that Master or Princess Leilani sounds a little close to Princess Layla. Mm. Leia. Uh, who's Princess I mean. Layla? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Boom! All our nerd points just tanked. Oh, it's uh, Eric Clapton, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you notice that the evil witch doctor kidnapped Princess Leilani? from master higgins you know she was it's like she's his possession i mean come on (laughs) this is 2020 well his name is master higgins (laughs) that's true that's true all right well so we're on a caribbean getaway apparently (laughs) yeah it took her to an island uh so the the manual is pretty cool uh it does show you some your your upgrades and your we'll talk about those as we play talk about the game a little bit but you're, you're, you guys are right about the it being arcade-like. I mean, anytime I see, I look in the game manual, and I see enemy characters with points next to their name, it's like, okay, this is designed in an arcade-style game. And that's kind of what except for is. Except for fire, it just says unbeatable. Unbeatable. Fire's unbeatable. You, you can't beat that fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and my favorite, yeah. Pooter. <laughs> what? I, love, I like that. The, the pig character's Pooter. Oh, Pooter. Pooter's wearing a little <laughs> bikini, looks like. Yeah. And a bow tie or some kind of tie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Pooter. Yeah. Uh, and I thought the coyote, now that I see Coyote, I, I've been, I was thinking it was a raccoon the whole time, but oh well. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I did not uh, realize that it was called a coyote until I looked at the man. <laughs> <laughs> so biggest thing for me, I didn't, I did not read the manual um, before playing this game. But if you will look on the last page of the manual, there is a continuing option, and it tells you kind of how to do it. Um, you can access this continuing option 
by pushing the right side of the movement control button and the start button. However, you are only allowed to use the continuing option after finding an egg which contains the bee somewhere in round one of area one. What in the world are they thinking? What is going on with this game? <laughs> they make you find a secret bee in an egg in order to continue. And then, on top of all that, you can't just continue. You have to hold down a certain button combination, and, it, and it's in the manual on the last page, but they don't tell you where to find the egg. It's just... this is uh, it's, like the, it's like if this was an arcade game, it's like they took the quarter that you need to to continue and like they stuffed it down in the couch cushion and then like took the couch and put it on the curb and then the trash truck picked it up and then took it to the landfill and then buried it somewhere in the landfill and then set the landfill on fire and then said okay there's the quarter that you can continue with but you have to go find it <laughs> yeah i mean so, that's that is such a they really didn't want you to find that continue no they didn't it's it's wild to me so i so the entire time i've ever played this game as a kid as an adult uh playing it for the show leading up to the show i never knew about this continuing thing i guess i never had the manual and i never thought to look it up um but i was playing it tonight you know a little bit leading up to the show and i thought okay i'm not getting very far i'm gonna have to look up some cheat codes or something and so maybe an hour or two before we recorded tonight i looked it up and figured out where this egg was and how to do this and essentially changed the game for me uh, you know because mm-hmm. I could continue you can continue from whatever level you're on I don't know if you guys knew about this but it it's really is a kind of a game changer for this game yeah this was something I looked I up didn't, yeah. recently also but no I definitely didn't know it when I was a kid know about I would have loved to have known that uh, known about this when I was younger or even in the last six years because <laughs> I do <laughs> well, occasionally it's funny try too, to play because this game. The, it seems like it seems like when you're going through the game too, you like jump as you're progressing, and there'll just be an egg somewhere, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I wonder what that was." But yeah, to find like this the, thing too, it's like you have to jump everywhere. Yeah, basically, or cheat and look it up like I did. Yeah, because there's all kinds of hidden eggs that just appear out of thin air if you hit the right spot when you're jumping around the screen. So, and this is yeah. one of them. I'm gonna go ahead and tell everybody right now so they don't have to look it up because I think this is this is something that should have been in the game. You don't have to need a cheat code for this. And that it's at the very end of the first level before you get to the G, but when you can still see the G and you're on the last little strip of land, it's at the very beginning of that strip of land. You just jump up in the air and there it is, and you get the B, and you can continue from then on. And the game, I don't want to even say it's easier because it's not easier. It's just less uh, frustrating because you can continue from any level at that point. I wonder if this was a question that the the 900 number was called for oh yeah you may be right uh all right so yeah bottom line is this game's tough this game's pretty tough um i you know if you play it without getting the continues you gotta be you go you're gonna have to get pretty good at this game um but that's a that's the replay value thing right that's part Mm -hmm. of the replay value of the game yeah it's yeah i just pulled up this go ahead go ahead no no go right ahead justin no i I was gonna make a joke but Go ahead, Tyler. You have more, something more <laughs> okay. serious to say, I think. Um, you know, going through this game now, like I said, when I was younger, trying to have the reaction necessary that this game needs, you know, with the lives you're given, it's you have to, you're just flying through it. You know, we're going to talk about like the items that assist you when you're playing it, which are really funny. But um, 
when you get when you get deeper into the game, I realize a lot of it is based on like preparation stuff where like you're running through and you're like you're almost you're shooting like ahead of you in anticipation of like enemies being off screen they're just gonna like fly into the screen and um you know i did find one one kind of cool thing about i feel like the hitboxes are really generous in this game where uh there is like more than a few times where like i should have like run into fire and it gives you like a good portion of your body like running into it before you get hurt so I feel like there's some generosity in that too. And then um, I also liked how when the screen shifts, like when you're going uphill or downhill, it's almost an advantage because you can only throw two weapons at one time on the screen. So if there's multiple people in front of you and you throw, you know, maybe both axes or both of the fires, you have to wait until one of them either hits an enemy or hits the ground before you can shoot again. And if you're going uphill or downhill, they hit the ground faster, so you're able to spawn them a lot faster too. So I feel like that's almost like a, a blessing in disguise. Yeah. I wonder uh, if those two things, like the the hit detection that you mentioned and the the number of weapons you can throw, I wonder if those were design choices or if there were limitations of the game, like they couldn't have so many on screen uh, or something like, you know what I mean? Or if the box, mm-hmm. the hit detection boxes were were, diff- were like that because the, the the sprites in this game are really big for one, like they're bigger than your normal NES game. It seems like, and so there's more there's more real estate or more CPU power or whatever you want to call it. I obviously I've been doing an NES podcast for a long time and I still don't know what to call this stuff, but you you, <laughs> you guys know what I'm getting at. Uh, so yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's yeah. I wonder if it's a limitation or if they did that on purpose. You know, my gut tells me it it's just a and happy coincidence you know that the it was a limitation of the game but also it kind of right. makes it in a in way and i will say too that there isn't a whole lot of slowdown you run into i remember on a couple stages there's like a bunch of crows flying at you and there's like minor slowdown and only in those moments too is the flicker really intensified but outside of that like it really doesn't happen you're moving really quickly and you yeah, don't see game- a lot of those um hazards this game's really fast. Uh, you know, I'd say Sonic the Hedgehog eat your heart out because this game moves at a clip. No legs. I mean, it looks like he's looks like he's goose stepping really fast. <laughs> yeah, he does. Flopping them out in, <laughs> in front of him. Yeah. Hey, Justin, I need a joke. Were you, weren't you going to tell us a joke? No, I was just going to say that the that the Master Higgins sprite looks like a looks like a plumber on vacation. Like he's wearing <laughs> like just like. It's, it's he's wearing funny. like swim trunks and he's got a mustache and a white hat that probably says like Eminem plumbing or something on it. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that um, because I was playing it earlier. And my wife came into the room. She's like, I don't think I've ever seen Mario do that before. Is he on vacation or something? <laughs> have you guys letting seen it, the uh, letting it all hang out? Have you guys seen the angry video game nerd review of this game? No, no I have Oh my not. god. I love that. He too. he classifies he's like this guy's just running around with a big dump in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's he's a trying that. to pull a car. It's really good. Yeah. Uh yeah, well I mean just kind of this game kind of is a wannabe Mario game in a way. It kind of feels like Mario like when you're throwing your hammers or your fireball thing, it kind of feels a little mm-hmm. bit like a Mario with the fire flower kind of a a vibe. Mm-hmm. At least the vibe of the game kind of feels like that to me yeah and yeah it's open on clouds you know or in the clouds and things and yeah exactly level and, um 
the so while the game kind of feels like a wannabe Mario, kind of got a little bit of a Mario vibe. I the I had a big, pretty big issue. I don't know. That's kind of being mean, but the s- physics of this game are they kind of throw me for a loop a little bit. It's very slippery. It's kind of floaty. It try. I feel like it's trying to kind of be realistic because you have to be moving forward to jump higher. But you know, and if you just stand still, you jump really short, which is kind of cool, I guess. But you can kind of game that by just tapping the D-pad and jumping. So I don't know. It's just it, I feel like this one, um, this game is. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's it's it. I feel like you play it a lot. You can maybe get used to it. But then if you go switch to play a different game like a Mario, all of a sudden all of my knowledge or or experience of this game is like gone. And then every I go back to this game and it's all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this is really slippery and floaty again. I, I don't know if I'm ex- describing myself very well. The physics thing yeah, too. I, like the one, one more thing. The physics aspect. Like I, it feels like they're trying to have a little bit of realis- realism with their physics about the jumping physics, which is kind of, uh, I mentioned earlier, it's kind of cool, uh, but it doesn't translate to the skateboard properly. Like, the skateboard's moving, so you should always jump high while you're on the skateboard, I would think. But you don't, unless you also are tapping the D-pad, just like you do. So, I don't know. That that kind of that also kind of throws me for a loop, because my brain wants to think, if I'm on a skateboard, and I'm moving fast, and the game says when I'm moving, I can jump high... I should be able to jump high and far when I'm on a skateboard, but it doesn't work that way. It works just like you would be if you're standing still, except for now you're on a skateboard and you're moving. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> that's what I, you know, one of the things I was going to say about this game is it's all about timing. This game is about timing your moves to, to get the most points, as well as just timing to make the, the appropriate jumps and everything. And in that fine of thought... I would say that that's kind of the arcadeness about it, right? As an arcade game is designed a lot of times is about timing and kind of keeps you coming back to that same level to try to get it the timing right. And so I think that's that's really how this game plays. Is it's just like a it, yeah, it's a platformer, but there's so much to it about just you know uh, making sure that you're getting your your cuts right um that it's 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 kind of an atypical platformer really in that way yeah and i think it speaks a lot to justin where you don't you get hit once you're dead yeah you know you you don't have a life bar outside of uh, the timer system with all the food you eat but it doesn't make any difference if you get hit by something you're dead let's talk about that for a second because i my first instinct playing this game is that's a life bar but it's not and then my yeah. second instinct is that's a timer, which it kind of is, but you get more time when you eat. So to me, it's just fat boy's hungry, right? <laughs> He's on vacation. <laughs> he needs to eat. He just gets so hungry so fast, riding that skateboard and running with his little legs. <laughs> that's the other thing that uh, angry video game nerds has to find. He's like, what is this guy's problem? Like, just like gluttonous, where everything he has to do is to eat stuff, <laughs> and then he. He covers like how the items are in the eggs. He's like, "Oh man, I can't have, I can't wait to have scrambled eggs and axes." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like you know he has to consume so many calories. He's like, "You, you come up here and try to do this without consuming eighty thousand calories." That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, 
he is doing quite a bit. A lot of jumping, a lot of throwing stuff. So he probably doesn't eat a lot of calories. He doesn't like egg, eggplant though. Uh, eggplant apparently makes mm-hmm. him it makes him starve to death. Right. Makes him hungrier. Yeah. Um, yeah. The whole let's talk about it. thing is such a riot too. The just the fact that it's like, all right, so I'm wearing no clothing. I got I got a cool hat on, but no clothing. But I'm just gonna grab the skateboard and helmet. And just <laughs> yeah. fly through this. And pads. Safety first. And pads. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta be prepared. Um. But yeah, this, that's that's a good transition. Let's talk about the power ups for a second. So you get an axe, right? That's that's the main weapon you get. You get it fairly frequently. You don't really have an issue with having axes all the time. Um, so you get an axe, you throw it. It kind of has like this downward arc too, which is makes it kind of tricky to hit. You know, a lot of games projectile weapons they just go straight and all the way across the screen. Well, no, this is kind of. And it's not like the axe in Castlevania either, because like Castlevania's got an up and down arc. This is just forward and down. So you, the enemy kind of has to be right in front of you or below you, which is interesting. Um, your other projectile weapon is, I don't know what it is. It's like a swirly fireball thing. I don't know. It, it's not in the manual, or maybe it is. I'm not looking at it right. But it's like a swirly fireball thing, right? Uh, but it, right. it mm-hmm. does kind of the same thing, but it goes further, I guess, and faster, it seems like. Uh, which plays into the the fact that it goes faster. Seems like it plays into what you mentioned earlier, Tyler, about how when it's off the screen, you can have another one. So it seems like you can fire that one faster um, just because you run through it more quickly. But that's really your only two weapons throughout the game, as far as I know. The fire is so vastly better than the axe in that it um, blows up the boulders Either the ones that are rolling at you or the ones you can trip over, yeah. which just makes like an enormous difference. Because it, when the later levels, um, there's so many different things that they put in front of you as far as like pitfalls and things like that for you to like run into, and then you fall into fire, you get hit by an enemy. The flame can erase a lot of that stuff, especially when you're going up and down the hills and the boulders are falling at you. You can just shoot them with the fire, right. and it just takes them out. The axe can't do that. Yep. And you're right. I'm looking at the manual right now. I don't see the fire listed as an available weapon at all. That's weird. Which is really, I don't know why that really is. funny. Um, but some of the other power-ups are very arcade power-ups, like you guys mentioned. Arcade game, right? So the flower, it doubles your points mm-hmm. uh, and that you get from the fruit. Uh, milk fills up the energy of Master Because I don't know what that means. I guess it fills up his timer. It right. makes him full. Yeah. It's like heavy cream. Putting heavy cream in your coffee keeps you full all day, you know? Uh, <laughs> the honey girl, which I guess was I was always considering a fairy, uh, makes you invincible yeah. for a while, but I was always afraid to do that. I, I, like, I didn't know that it made me invincible. I didn't know exactly what it did when mm-hmm. I was playing the game. But it do, your guy doesn't blink. The bee doesn't attack anybody like it does in Chippendale Rescue Rangers, you know? Because Chippendale, you get a bee, and it attacks people for you this one just is flying with you and so i didn't know what she was doing i didn't know she was if she was going to make me invincible or not so i was afraid to run into anybody so i just kind of let her fly around with me all the time until she left so i never even (laughs) used her as an invincibility just a buddy yeah i just thought she's my friend yeah oh well so but that's pretty much it there's also the negative eggplant which is his most unfavorite food the eggplant it takes his energy away. 
which I couldn't tell it was an eggplant in the game. It's it's an eggplant in the manual, but I couldn't tell that it was an eggplant. I didn't know what it was. It just little, I thought it was like the anti honey girl, right? It's just flying around behind me, sucking my hunger away, or adding to my hunger. I feel like with the manual, it if you don't have the manual, you don't know what half this stuff is. Yeah, which kind of brings me to the graphics yeah, point. What did you guys think about the graphics? My opinion is shades of beige. I just feel like there was so much beige in this game. I don't know, beige. maybe it stuck out, stuck out to me, but the rocks are beige, the character's beige, a lot of the background things are beige. I thought it was pretty colorful, but then again, I like just kept coming around like this, this same beige color just keeps well, it was the 80s, grabbing right? my attention. Well, that's true. I mean, the, I know this the, is earlier in the NES life cycle, so, you know, and for that... Like, I was just thinking more like... good. The age of beige, right? Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Be a beige I mean, it's beige. an island, right? So it's, there's going to be a lot of brown. But I, I do get your point. I think, <laughs> I think, um, you know, I'm kind of with you a little bit. I think the graphics for the time they're pretty darn good, really. I like the big sprites and stuff. It's pretty cool. But they're, I love the main character. He's the best part of the game, I think. But outside of that, some of the I don't know. Some of the bosses kind of look weird. They're all, they're all kind of they're all kind of samey, uh, and then a lot of the enemies are like uniformly colored. If that makes sense, mm. like they're all the same color, so it's kind of hard to tell what they are. The power ups don't really make. They're not very clear as far as what they look like. Like you said, you have to kind of have to have the manual. So I think they I give them an A for effort for sure, and I think the main character is awesome. But I don't know. There's something about the graphics that just don't sit perfectly with me i think they do a good job of accentuating the different things that happen to the main character like when he trips his expression changes like he's visually like falling forward when he gets hit by the ice like he turns blue and he's like flaming same thing yeah it's the fire like you're flying off the screen like that uh you know he has like as you guys have said you know he has helmet and pads on with the skateboard like he's decked out for that um, but yeah, the, the bosses are a riot because it's like you go from this tropical region to like a completely different environment. And then it's just like this very low am- animated enemy that's just like moving back and forth. Yeah. And it's like they spend all the time on like the level. And then when you get to this boss, you're like, what is this guy? And it's the same thing, but just a different head. Yeah. Right. Multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like we just changed the head. So. Okay. Well, I don't. <laughs> and I will say too, I I feel I feel like I should have mentioned this during the gameplay. It was almost a godsend getting to the boss, because the levels can be so hard, but the moment that you get to where the boss is, you're like, oh, thank God, I'm done with that, because the bosses are so easy. Yeah, they are easy. You're just moving back and forth. Mm-hmm. The guy throws a a fireball that's not even close to you, most of the time. And you're just hitting him in the head, I don't know, maybe half a dozen, maybe ten times, and he's and he's dead. And his head just falls off. Yeah. 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 The he bosses seems a little it's a little anticlimactic. It is. I, I agree. The, the the bosses, if the ones you I've actually made it to were pretty much a cakewalk yeah. compared to the levels. Yeah. Yeah. So But I have uh, to say, like, is that is that the witch doctor? Because I, I never I didn't get to the ends. I don't know what the end of the game is. No, I don't I know. know I don't, I'm not talking doctor. about the boss of the not I'm not talking about the boss of the game. I'm talking about the right. world bosses. Yeah, at the end of every area, right? 
But I mean, is the witch doctor changing heads? Like, no, that's oh, what yeah. I, kind of I don't know. Could be. Took that I, as? I don't I know. Watched, if it is not. I watched the video of it because, yeah, I, I definitely didn't make it past like the fifth or sixth world, I think, at most. I don't, from what my, I recollect, it, I don't think he looks vastly different. Like his, um, his head, I think, is the only difference from my recollection. I think his body down, like same everything. Yeah, no, I'm with you. The uh, the main character is uh, is probably. I feel like if they if you put a percentage of how much time they spent on graphics and design of animations and stuff, I think 85, 90 percent of it was spent on the main character, uh, and that's why he's so awesome. And then the right. rest of it was spent on the the rest of it was spent on the game and the levels, and then maybe like one percent was spent on the bosses. I feel like they just did not put a lot of effort. it the game would have almost been better if there was no bosses after each world and just had like the main right. boss at the end i guess that speaks to that essentially copying this game from a different one yeah yeah i think you're probably right you know but uh it's, what about the music and the sound and stuff i thought the music fit the game perfectly it was very islandy uh, it, was, it was it was cool it's not exactly something i want to be bumping in the car down you know down the highway yeah. but uh it was I mean, it was perfectly fit to this game. To go along with a lot of my comments, I, I think it was very arcadey. It, it yep. went along, and was, the sound effects were very arcadey. I thought, you know, every time you got <clears throat> food or any item, like it did all, everything sounded very arcadey, kind of loud and kind of upbeat. Um, so it, I think, in that regard, it, it fit really well with the game. I was going to say, that, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that is the witch doctor. He's just changing heads. Oh, okay. so you got to keep fighting the same up. guy over and over again. Take, oh, that makes sense that. then, I guess. Okay. Uh, it sounds like a I cop guess he out is a to witch. Me, but a uh, bit of a cop Mike, out. Mike, I was going to touch upon good. the thing with the, the fairy earlier uh, and how it gives you invincibility. Um, I think the, the sound switch that they have for when you get the fairy is probably the only reason I knew that I was invincible, invincible because like the tempo speeds up, like it almost is encouraging you yeah. to move faster because of the way the music is. Like it's really rapid, it's really upbeat. Yeah. So you're like, oh okay, it's telling me to like get moving essentially. Yeah, well, I knew um, something was different. I'd, I right. I thought maybe I was just faster or something, you know, or I could jump a little bit higher or something. Because, but yeah, I mean, maybe I, I could just be an idiot. It's probably. The, that's probably, probably <laughs> I'm probably just stupid, <laughs> but yeah. And I do like I like how each level, based on the, the location, had like a different song to it. Um, I kind of I you know it's, I guess it's the same thing with the eggplant. When you get the eggplant, like the music changes and it's almost like an uh oh type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew when I got the eggplant, I was like, oh, not, something's not good now. Not to mention the thing has a big frown on its face, but right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, going back to the boss thing, the moment I heard the boss music, I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm like, I'm done with like this all this platforming and stuff like that that I had to go yeah. through. Yeah, exactly. But the bosses came and go a little too quickly. Yeah. Right. The, your your break is short-lived. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Right. I'm, I'm, pretty, uh, I'm pretty good with, with the things I, that I had to uh, cover on the game. You guys got anything else? No. You no. Know, I think that's... I mean, we got to figure out how much good. this thing costs, too. Yeah. So, price charting has this game as a loose price, which I had a hard time finding it 
actually the, but anyway um loose price of average of ten dollars and fifty okay i found it to be a little more expensive just kind of just googling and shopping for it it seemed like it went around more 14 15 but we'll go with 10 okay um i think it's worth it it's fun i mean it's a fun game it's it's difficult and frustrating but um i don't know I, it's a game that i've gone back to many times over the years so and 10 bucks is i not, agree not a steep price to pay i think yeah, too I, like after you've played the the library of nintendo games the the skills you kind of pick up like i was touching upon with like mario 2 just the the idea of moving quickly and then jumping and changing direction just a little bit to slow down like your momentum is something that I feel like you use in most platformers and it's really applicable in this game. Like just the fact that you're moving so fast and you have to be able to slow down and do, do stuff that um, once you get like that experience, I feel like this, you can get a lot further in the, in this game than I certainly could than when I was younger. Like I just yeah. didn't understand the whole concept of like, you have to move fast, but then you also have to be patient, you know, your reaction time and stuff like that. So I feel like, um, Especially if you get that continue, I feel like it, it changes, as you'd said, like it kind of changes the game from like, okay, I could probably play this for like 20 minutes to probably playing it for like closer to an hour just because you get all those lives back. Yep. Yep. I, I, I definitely agree. Like the my experience with this game throughout my life has been pick it up, play it for 20 minutes, put it down, don't pick it up again for a year, you know, and then pick it up, mm-hmm. play it for 20 minutes, and then do the same thing, rinse and repeat. Now, once I got that continue code tonight, I basically just played it for like an hour, you know, just straight. Cause I could just keep, I didn't have to go back to the very first level over and over again, which is, that's most of the reason why I always put it down. So we'll see. I may, I may end up beating this game one day then now that I know that there's this continue thing going on. I've never beat it's it before. Like carried away. Yeah, you're right. That's why I wanted on um, like the Nintendo, the switch. Uh, emulator thing we have is man i mean even if there's eight levels in this game i don't know if we i know we talked about how long it is but i mean i got to level five and i was like man this is taking forever yeah yeah because there's like three to four stages per level doing a demo mode where you could save state that's that's pretty pretty key if you want to not get too frustrated or spend a whole lot of time on it which if you're anything like me uh, time is a precious commodity. You don't exactly have five hours to spend playing Adventure Island anymore. You know? So, uh, yeah. both, man. Yeah, but here's the thing: when I play demo mode, I put it. I put it on hardcore mode. There's like a switch you can flip. Uh, it's in the settings, and you turn on hardcore mode, and it takes off all the save state stuff. That's normally how I play it, especially NES games and stuff. So, but anyways, Justin, you didn't say. Do you think it's worth it? Yeah, yeah, I thought I did. No, um, I must have just dreamed it. I said it in my head. Dream? Yeah, well, you've been probably dreaming about Adventure Island all week. <laughs> I am. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. <clears throat> well, do we have any retrofitted trophies? You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. <laughs> see i know we got a bunch surprisingly from the facebook group but i've got four myself yeah, we did. i've got two considering i, I posted that oh all right so we got a, 
we gotta get rock and rolling. You're going first, entire. Go ahead. Yeah, kudos, kudos to the Facebook group for getting on that so fast. I know it's what an hour. Yeah, ago, no. maybe that was an awesome ago. response, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. So my first one is hang Ted, hang ten dudes, which is skateboard through a whole level without getting hit. Ah, okay. Oh, I've, I'll I'll piggyback off that. I got Tony Hawk would be impressed, and that is beat the game without ever wrecking your skateboard. Well, there went one of my trophies. That was my exact <laughs> trophy. I guess that, yeah. So Great minds think alike. Um, yeah, mine was going to be make it through the whole thing with the skateboard. Tony Hawk would be tra- impressed, but anyway. That's okay. I mean, you can have it too, just because I said it first. Yeah. All right, I'll give you my other one then. Or okay, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, go ahead, though. Uh, my second one is, oh, Barracuda. Because uh, at first I thought the long blue fishes were Barracuda, so... Barracuda is get killed by the long blue fish. Okay. Nice. So it's not a barracuda? They call it a waller, W-A-L-E-R. Oh, yeah. Which I think is more a of like waller. a swordfish, but I didn't know that when I yeah. at the time of making this. I like so, barracuda better. Uh, question. I'm I'm kind of dumb when it comes to uh, fish. Um, is, bar- is it multiple barracudas? Is it barracudas or barracuda? That's barracuda. A barracuda. Barracuda. Maybe. So it's like... There were seven barracuda fit swimming around there. Or is it or there there were seven barracudas swimming around there. Somebody looked that up. Or is it just is it a school of barracuda? And I, I think these are things school of barracuda. These are things I need to know. All right. We'll we'll let a listener chime in on that one. All right. Uh, I've got another one called Bee's Knees and that is find the continue bee on the first level. Also a waller is a large, ferocious catfish of the family Cilaridae. Mm. It's a type of catfish. It's a walrus. Okay. It's a catfish? That does not look like a catfish in the game, but... <laughs> not at all. Okay, if that's what they say. These things are huge, too. Anyway, go ahead. All right, Tyler. Give us, like, four or something in a row. Okay. Um, I have one that, that's called... Was that a Smurf? Which is get killed by one of the coyotes. Ah, okay. when they run left to right there's like one that's blue and I definitely did not think that was a coyote that hits you I did not either I have a, I, I know I told you to do four but since I've got one that's the same thing and when you get killed by I got the one where you get killed by that guy I thought it was a raccoon and uh, I said this raccoon must be running late and that is get run down by the raccoon because right. it's like running super fast right. from behind you like he's in a hurry like he's he's late for dinner or something alright go ahead and give us another one Okay, uh, this one is Stay Hello to My Boomstick, which is kill 20 enemies in a row with your axe. Nice. Nice. Should I go again? Yep, keep going. I've only got one yeah, more. Yeah, hit it. Um, next one is I Am Invincible, which is get the honey fairy. Or if it was my trophy, yes. it would be I Am Invincible? Question <laughs> mark? No. All right, give us another one. Uh, this one is You Are Ugly When You're Angry. And that's get killed by the frowning eggplant. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, well, then I'll just go ahead and give you my last one then, because mine is uh, when you pick up the eggplant, uh, my trophy's called the Hunger Games. And that is pick up the <laughs> eggplant, because he makes you hungry. Justin is now showing us pictures of catfish. Yeah, so it's a Wells catfish, also known as the Wallerfish. Okay. Hey, have I ever told the story about my high school girlfriend... Uh, being a catfish grappler. 
No. Probably not. <laughs> wow. Well, that's that's the end of the story. But <laughs> she she did the thing where you get in the water. Yeah. And you stick, stick your, your hand out. Oh, you, you stick your hand yeah. down. If that if people listening didn't think we were country enough on this podcast yet, now they know we are truly redneck down here. Sorry, Tyler, for bringing you down with us. Hey, you know My, I see that stuff, and I, I mean, I feel like that would be a cool experience to have. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Justin, have you ever have you ever done it, Justin? I've I've never done it. I really don't have any interest in sticking my hand into muddy fish, holes, to be honest. Yeah, and letting a fish just bite down on it. Yeah, it's, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, does it like are they gumming you? Like, what's going on when they do? Yeah, that? kind yeah. of. It yeah, it's not. They're not like you know. They're not. Um, they don't have like razor sharp teeth or anything, so they're not really. Is doing that much. like um, um, stingrays where like you can touch their mouth and it's just like bone but it's not yeah uh, yeah it's it's hard sharp. but it's not really sharp. right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's just like pressure it's not it doesn't pierce you yep just hope there's not a snapping turtle yeah you don't that's the, that's the problem i mean you could stick your hand in there and it could be something that's not a catfish they, t- <laughs> they <laughs> could take your hand off i was gonna yeah. say your hand's mangled you could lose a finger or something. <laughs> anyways I'll, I'll give my trophy, my other trophy, um, which is I told the witch doctor I was in love with her, <laughs> and that is beat the witch doctor and uh, rescue Princess Leilana. Leilani. Nice. All right, Tyler, you got any left? I'm out. I have one more. It was just, uh, it's a Dennis Leary reference. How about this heat, which is get the fire? <laughs> nice. All right. So on the Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Community fa- Facebook page, we got um several now steven kyer he gave us several achievements but no names for trophies sounds so like on, we steven, gotta work it give work cut out for us gotta give us some names come up with some creative names i'll read the achievements though uh clear stage x with hammer only skateboard hammer through through a level there you go skateboard through a level without slowing down mm-hmm. tony hawk likes you grabbed all fruits in a stage Grabbed out fruit? Mm. Yeah. In the stage. Um, cornucopia. There you go. <laughs> Found the bonus stage. I'm running dry here. Yeah. I'm cleared again. Cleared a stage by grabbing five or less fruits. I'm on a diet. Yeah, mm, I was going to say parched. But yeah, the ke- keto diet. <laughs> no fruit. Uh, Cleva, Jesse Cleva, Vidal says, I don't have a Speaking trophy, keto but diet. I would like to... I would like to say that Mario can beat up Sonic. That is all. Always important. Always important. It's good to know. Um, Nick DeMarco, does a body good? Fill your life with a bottle of milk. And I regret nothing. Falling into the ocean. Andrew Zeismer uh, has one. Platforming guru. Make it past the falling platforms in area eight, round three. They are spread out so far. And at such intervals that you can't stop running for a second. Plus, you have to dodge slash kill floating bats at the same time. It was truly a nightmare for Paul and I. Uh, Peter, oh boy, Peter, I'm sorry. Your last name, I'm gonna, uh, I'm probably gonna butcher it. Olinich, 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 maybe. Uh, Tony Hawk Trophy. No <laughs> Justin, when you're when you're worried about butchering the last name, just a little pro tip for you: don't like say it four or five different times. Say in it different... multiple different times. Well, yeah, know, in different I'm ways. Nail it once. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the problem is you're only gonna if you do nail it, you're only gonna nail it one of those five times. 
right. And John Wedgworth says, Pineapple Express, only get pineapple fruits in a stage. And Ryan Scully finishes us out with Wonder Boy, clear the stage without killing an enemy. Wonder Boy, what are the secrets of your powers? I, did, right. I didn't know there was pineapples in the game. Which one's the pineapple? They're like the green. Little, yeah, yeah, I know what. Yeah, now that I think about it, that's what it is. Green and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I think we should uh, perhaps rate this game. No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. All right. How should we rate this game? How about a type of herb? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give this one, um, I'm going to give it cilantro. Because in the right scenario, cilantro works wonders. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, this game, every now and then I would break it out. I'd play my 20 minutes over the years. And it's like, ah, that's exactly what I wanted. Sometimes I'd break it out though. And I'd be like, what in the world was I thinking? So just like cilantro, sometimes I put a little cilantro on something and I'm like, oh, whoa. Why did I put cilantro on that? So. I'm going with cilantro. I'm going to go with mint. It's sweet and it tastes really good, but you don't want it can get a you can get a little too much. It can get bitter. And I think you, that's you go too it, hard on mint. Yeah, and that's the thing about this game is it's 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 a great game, it's a fun game, but it's a little too long. Yeah, it goes on okay. a little too long. All right. I can, I I'm going to go I'm going to go with garlic. Similar okay. reasons to what Justin said in that I feel like it's good at almost any time. Sometimes it can be a little too much garlic, and then it's all over tasting. It's like again, uh, in the right, right quantities, it's just right, and it can do what you need it to do. A little bit goes a long way with both Adventure Island and garlic. Mm-hmm. All okay. right, all right, I like it. That's pretty good. I must say, Tyler, usually the guests are, they fumble a little bit with our game writing, but you must been practicing so nailed it knock it out of the park he was thinking about herbs i I had thought you guys are gonna go with fish and i was racking Mm. my brain around that because of our catfish discussion and i I think that would have been a little i think that would have been a little too on the nose so you looked out (laughs) you're right right. i remember your your most recent episode about battle toads and it's like nope can't even be in like the realm of (laughs) topic yeah no right (laughs) exactly all right uh let's see let's get us Let's get some feedback. Ready? It's time for D-Patter feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life. All right, Justin. All right. We got a, quite a bit of feedback on BitBrothers Retro Gaming Community. Uh, Nick DeMarco starts us out with one of the first NES titles I played as a kid after Super Mario Brothers. So repetitive in the boss fights, but great music, fun, overlooked game. <laughs> Chris Vanderhoff <laughs> says Gauntlet 2 was a great follow up to Gauntlet <laughs> okay thanks Chris yeah yeah Steven obviously Tyler I says, get it I get it if you're listening to this episode without uh, knowing that we switched our podcast yeah. schedule around the the game music at the end of last episode was obviously Gauntlet 2 congratulations <laughs> yeah Great game, but way too long. Wonder Chris uh, Diekman says, I'm on the fence. I think it's a solid game, but honestly, the sequels improved much the form... Uh, m- approved upon... 
Peter Martin says, never played it, but always saw it in the KB toy store and always thought the cover art looked cool. Jay Jorgensen says, I feel like this arcade game was a staple on Nick Arcade. Yeah, um, actually, well, I feel like he's that's right. That's a good call. Yeah, I feel like they did play this a lot on that show. Then, hmm. like Gradius. Mm-hmm. Um, oh boy, Peter. Uh, I'm just not even gonna try your last name. <laughs> no, try try Peter about o. three or four new ways, please. <laughs> <laughs> Great pick, dudes. Played it plenty as a kid, and I own it now. It's incredibly challenging. I never made it past the third level. Making it priority to collect items that keep the timer going is a buzzkill. On a side note, I have listened to every episode and listened to new ones ASAP. With that being said, I wanted to know what you guys look like. I found some videos on YouTube. Kind of wish I didn't. <laughs> Not saying you dudes are weird looking. I just <laughs> feel like I should have kept your appearance uh, veiled. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, keep up the good work. Wait, one last thing. I took a family vacation to Tennessee three years ago. Smoky Mountains. Why so many locals cut the shirts off their t-shirt? Sleeves off their t-shirts. Not judging. Love the area so much I would like to retire there. Just being from New York and have living in Savannah, I have never seen that particular fashion. Okay. Well, so- Peter, glad to hear that you've listened to every episode. And unfortunately, I'm sad to hear that you probably won't listen to anymore now that I've butchered your name. <laughs> uh but okay. uh you know here's the thing in tennessee you live by the the creed sun's out guns out that's, that's right those sleeves off <laughs> yeah so i will say that i've got several shirts with my sleeves cut off that's just the way we roll but here's the thing okay <laughs> being from new york you may not experience this uh in tennessee you can walk out the door in the morning and it'd be 43 degrees okay and then two o'clock run the afternoon rolls around and all of a sudden it's 97. So what are you going to do? You got to start stripping off, but you can't go shirtless because no shirt, no shoes, no service. So what do you do? You just mm-hmm. start removing pieces of your shirt. So you just, <laughs> just get rid of the sleeves and you get down to just the, you know, just the essentials. Uh, so it's the, it, shirts end up that way. And then, you know, once you got them that way, you might as well keep wearing them. Plus we got really sweet yeah. travel tattoos and stuff down here and you can't That's show those off with the sleeves. That's true. <laughs> Uh, also, right, wait, Thompson. I got another I got another point on his uh his thing here. Uh yes, we should, probably should have never put videos up. Um but <laughs> if we ever do put more videos up, I'll be sure to go sleeveless and we look different now. Yes. I promise. I promise we look different now. Justin's got a mustache. Same. Um <laughs> Actually, I probably look the same, but there you go. All right. Yeah, I have to do the mustache. Well, I, I, to do any facial hair, I have to do either the mustache or no facial hair. Because the masks have to wear. They have to make a seal on your face. They can't make a seal on your face if you've got a beard. Can you seal with a mustache? Anyway. Yeah, because it doesn't go all around your mouth. It goes around your nose. Okay. Just like this. Could it, well, could you anyway, do like that? Could Johnson you do handlebars? Says, Sorry. Could you do handlebars? If they just stopped like, uh, if they stopped like here? too long. Yeah, you do it if they <laughs> stop there. Okay. All right. Cool. Sorry. Uh, Aaron Thompson says, what? No gauntlet too, but warrior needs food. Aaron Thompson said, or Aaron Hickman says, I liked it better when it was called Wonder Boy. You would. You would, Aaron. You would. Jerk. Um, yeah. John Wedgworth says, I love it. So much nostalgia for me. Dan Viscaglia says, 
I never got good at these games. I can crack the code for most platformers, but something about the super slidey physics approach was, approach was so tough for me to get my head around. Hey, remember that like 10 minutes I spent fumbling over my words trying to say something about the physics? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan nailed it in like one little paragraph. Just That's what I was that. trying to say. Just go with yeah. that. Yeah. So let's just cut that and put it back where I was trying to talk before. Trevor Franklin says, We had a great time with it growing up. It always felt like the slightly lesser, slightly creepier, way harder step cousin Super Mario. And that was okay by us. Sean Lane says, My friend likes the series because his take is that Master Higgins is actually Filipino. And being Filipino, he wants more representation in video games. But this isn't exactly canon. Alright. It is if you want it to be. I mean... I grew up thinking lots of weird things about video games that are probably not true. Yeah. And Gabe Van Gilder says, I love Wonder Boy, but never played these games. And that's it for Facebook. Score. Feedback. All right. Uh, well, we do a lot have a couple, couple of voicemails. Okay. Now, you'll notice lately with the voicemails, they've been getting better, right? We've not been getting all these weird voicemails. Mm-hmm. That's because I've been screening them. But guess what I did not do oh. this week? Yes. I did not screen them. Love it. So, awesome. love it. let's see what happens. All right, here we go. Hold on. My AirPods are screwing it up. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here we go. Dudes, what is up? It is Jay-Z and he has back again. You guys are talking about some cousin soft. That's good, good stuff. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty challenging game. Uh, it starts off kind of deceptively easy. But you go along and you just, it gets harder and harder. And you just, you just have to, <laughs> you just have to get really good. Otherwise, you know, you just die and, and that's it. And you're pretty much over. The music's good. The graphics are pretty good. You know, but the gameplay is just challenging as all heck. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully you guys, uh, enjoyed the game or whatever. Um, I didn't get very far into it, but maybe you guys did. Maybe you guys are a lot better than I am because uh, I don't really uh, play that many NES games anymore because they're brutally challenging. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I play them from, from time to time uh, to comment on this stuff. But, yeah, that was uh, pretty hard. I, I, I don't think I could ever beat that game or the other uh there's, four, there's three of them on the on the, uh, the American NES, but I know there's another one on the uh, the Famicom, I believe. Or maybe that's on the Super Nintendo. I don't know. Anyway, uh, not much else to say about the game. Uh, Jay-Z NES saying, keep it classic, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Jay-Z. You know what Jay-Z failed to do? What? Uh, Tyler, you got anything you want to shout out? No, I don't have any personal, like, uh, things that I'm involved in or anything like that, but, you know, I'm just a big fan of you guys. I'm a big fan of the Bit Brothers. Um, I've been following you guys for a long time, and uh, I was talking about this at the beginning, just uh, with COVID going on and stuff like that. Podcast is just, like, a great way to, like, escape, and mm-hmm. especially, you know, being quarantined and stuff like that. Um, so I appreciate all the hard work you guys do and sticking with this and keeping things moving in the right direction and, um know wish you guys the best appreciate, I appreciate it. that yeah for you yeah. guys put into this i appreciate it yeah i feel like 2020 was a tough year and um you know even from our recording standpoint we didn't get to record as much as we wanted to hopefully this year we're going to get to get 
uh, back to recording. I think we've already recorded a couple episodes in, in this month, and we got another one scheduled. So I think, you know, uh, this year we're going to have a lot more episodes hopefully out. So that's going to be good for everybody. But thanks for to big fans like you, Tyler, who, who stick around and support us all this time. Yeah, thanks for hanging yeah, in man. there. I'm back, Michael. You you hey, back yes. with us? Yeah. Sorry about that. We got to make fun of your AirPods for you know, yeah. A few yeah, I figured you probably would. Yeah, it felt so good being so yeah. free and cordless. You know, and now look at me. I'm all stuck. Yeah. Just like you Down guys. You're slumming it with us corded people. Slumming it. Yeah, that's right. I'm slumming it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I think we will have more episodes probably in the first quarter of this year than we had all of last year at this rate. Yeah. So we're we're looking yeah, good. Yeah, we're, we're looking good. Yeah, you guys are flying these days, and I know that you guys had a lot of transitions, as as did most of us. So, yeah, good up, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, we got we got two more voicemails. You want? We got okay, okay. Is that okay? Two more. I thought we only had two total. We got uh, three total. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right, here's here's number two. Okay, so I guess technically we have. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I get for not screening them. This one's just an empty one. I love it. Just an empty one. So we do only have the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of the good old days when we used to just have nothing but silent voicemails. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. We're we're one for two. Let's see what uh see if the third one is any better. Hey dudes, it's Rob. I just hey. wanted to say, uh first of all, I, I apologize. I have no uh memories about, you know, Venture Island or anything like that. Never had it as a kid. I just wanted to come on here and just congratulate you guys on eight seasons. Uh, of Two Dudes in a Nest, man, that is incredible. And also, I just wanted to thank you guys for just just everything. Thank you for the great content over the years. Thank you for the laughs. Thank you for, um, you know, always helping out the Red Junkies. And, um, you know, and thank you for the most recent Red Junkies episode and coming on there and, and calling in, always being so supportive. And guys, I just want to say, I had an absolute blast talking Turtle Free with you guys. So... Uh, as a friend and as a fan, I just want to say that you guys are doing an awesome job. And uh, just appreciate you guys. Here's to eight seasons and many more. All right, talk to y'all later. Thanks, Rob. I didn't know this was going to turn into like a yeah, toot your you. own horn fest at the end of this podcast. But yeah, between Tyler and uh, Rob, thank you guys. We definitely need the encouragement every now and then. Absolutely. We'll take it. And Rob, Rob's a wiener in my book. I mean, a winner in my book. Yeah. He's also a hoser. <laughs> All right. All right. Whew. Okay. So, did Tyler get to shoot? Tyler, you are you shouting anything out? Or is that what I missed while my headphones were off? We talked about it, yeah. Okay. But cool. if if he's come up with something in the last three minutes and you want to shout it out, you can. No, I, got, I have nothing. I have no, like, personal projects or anything I'm directly involved in. Um, so, I just sent it right back to you guys okay kind of what rob touched upon eight seasons wow i I mean i I know i've listened to them all as well it's easy to do because you know nintendo is something that was a big part of my life growing up um eight seasons wow guys that's awesome well yeah i appreciate (laughs) dedication also uh, to knock ourselves down a peg they're arbitrary seasons i mean (laughs) we just cut them off and start them whenever we want that's true but there's probably about year seven yeah it's year seven so they're almost in line with the so, year. Yeah, it's any time. Yeah. Basically, we just make we cut them off anytime we take a, a break from recording. So if it's a few weeks for difference in recording, we'll make a new season, whatever. But yeah, 
I, yeah, it is pretty much an, it's a pretty good accomplishment. That's a long time to be podcasting, really. Yeah. Not yeah. to mention that show that we took off the air that was before that, where we talked about yeah, stupid stuff race, like Cool yeah, Runnings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I still think, no offense, Justin, uh, to you now, but I still think that was your crowning achievement was the Cool Runnings intro that you did. Yeah. Feel the rhythm, feel the ride. Look out now, it's podcast time. That's right. <laughs> I think I need to bring that back for an episode. T- I think you should too. Yeah. Not too shabby. Hey, we could just let's swap out the "Hey Justin, what's up, man?" and for uh, for that every episode, I'm, I'd be fine with that. Uh, all right, all right. I don't think the listeners. Well, you like can that find us. No, probably not. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Big Brothers Retro Gaming Community. You'll find us as well as the Genesis Germs and all the commenting and posting from from members there. Um, and then you can always call us at 775-7-RETRO-1 or 775-773-8761. Uh, spoiler alert, that's the same number. Just, you know, <laughs> one's got alphanumerics in it. Uh, you, we also have a, a new website. It's not really new. We've had it for a long time. It's just Nick Stevens finally got off his butt and... Uh, fixed it up for us um that's bitbrosnetwork.com so you can go there see our shows there's links to things i think if dick set it up right there's should be links to things and you can listen to episodes there and all that good stuff i'm just kidding you can see our pictures nick Nick did a good job yeah you can see our pictures our pictures apparently just and i are really into chickens i did not know that we both had the same (laughs) profile picture on our website but (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty funny i'm looking at it now <laughs> yeah i'm holding a chicken and you have a t-shirt about chickens yep so we really like ch- and we talked about chickens on this episode actually so yep all right <laughs> big in chickens all right uh shout out shout out to uh the wee dude uh nico's 8-bit stereo on youtube shout out to the fox dude for our awesome two dudes logo uh, shout out to Dave from Namo Gamo for our awesome Bit Brothers logo, which we never shout him out. We should. Thank you, Dave. And um, if you want to donate to us, we do have a Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash bitbros. All righty. Well, Tyler, thanks for coming on. It's been a yeah, great, thanks, Tyler. great show. Thanks, Tyler. Awesome. Very good guest. Thank you. All right, here comes Excellent. the music. I hope everyone else thinks the same. Oh, they will. They will. You'll be, people will be asking you to do a podcast in no time. Absolutely. You got to start your own now. All right. We'll see about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next game music, uh, which is surprise, surprise, Gauntlet 2. Here you go. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>